This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, gentlemen, we got Patrick Royce in here uh, three days a week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays. You can also find him on Mondays on uh, Royce Unchained. And, you know, we're, uh, we're celebrating Jim Harbaugh Day here, potentially, boys. <laughs> got our khakis, our cleats, got our big uh, giant, I wish, giant hats. I wish I owned a pair of khakis. I don't own a pair oh, of khakis. Wow. But I did break out a fresh Diet Coke and one of my nicest white T-shirts. <laughs> we're celebrating you, man. You are a classy, classy guy. I'm ready and, to go. And I think uh, he might be one of the few guys that I could win a, a dressing contest with, uh, Harbaugh. So... Uh, it's, I need to, uh, need to it, see this. It's astounding to me. Let me say this: it remains, it remains headache causing. But uh, certainly, any thought that he was going to go to Miami to be with Stephen Ross might have blew up yesterday with the yeah. uh, Brian Flores story. So anyway, so here's here's the. Let me throw the latest out here, and then we can we can all react. I also so I've got two things. I've got the latest reporting on the current situation from John U. Bacon, who's the He's the author who's close with the Harbaugh family. He's been reporting on this for over a week. And then later I've got uh, I've got a great summary from Tim Kawakami, yes. who, who covers uh, Bay Area sports for, uh, for the San Jose Mercury News on what happened at the end of the San Francisco run. But here's the latest from John U. Bacon. So Jed York, the 49ers owner, has been bad-mouthing Harbaugh for several years to NFL owners, including the Wilfs. And uh, Michigan alumnus... Jim Stapleton, who is a Vikings minority owner since 2005, has been telling people inside the Vikings organization this entire week to hire anyone but Harbaugh. And here's a quote from the article. Stapleton was also accused of sabotaging Michigan coach Rich Rodriguez while he was there. And despite his four-page letter refuting the charges, he had his sideline pass revoked at Michigan. He's now one of Harbaugh's critics, hoping to persuade the Wilfs to reject him. And the question, according to John U. Bacon, is can Quasi Adolfo Mensa convince the Wilfs to hire Jim Harbaugh despite people in their ears saying, don't hire Jim Harbaugh? Wow. This, uh, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't know that they had minority partners that weren't named Wilf myself. Oh, you? yeah. I, yes. I have a few. Yeah. Is Stapleton some Eastern guy that they buy real estate with or something? Who's also yeah, 2005. What he he at one point in time before this was an executive with the Tigers. So he goes this guy. Okay, yeah, I've so seen he, him before. So he's uh, well, it's uh, that that is uh, that's a pretty good source if it's a Bacon who's the author of Harbaugh stuff. So. Well, I, I would think that uh, our new GM, who's apparently uh, in on Harbaugh, has more influence than uh, the the, the uh, very minority partner uh, Stapleton. But uh, boy, I'd hate to be Patrick Graham coming in here after you gave after you served up the public and the media, Jim Harbaugh, right? 
And now we're going to say, well, we're instead we're going to go with the defensive coordinator of the terrible New York Giants. I would hate to be uh, Patrick Graham in that situation. It's kind of a lose-lose both ways. If he gets the job, people, I mean, you know, he'd make millions of dollars, but people would be like, oh, really? But mm-hmm. then if he doesn't get the job, especially in in light of all of the Brian Flores allegations and the lawsuit, you just put a black man through a nine-hour interview knowing you were probably going to hire Jim Harbaugh. Like it, I... I have the impression that his relationship, though, with he's the guy that uh, Adolfo Metza brought up and was the first guy he interviewed, right? Yeah, and, it's, yeah. and they they already, you know, had uh, Raheem Morris, and they had, uh, you know, the they had other other they'd already were in good shape for taking care of the Rooney Rule, right? They didn't have to drug drudge up uh, Patrick Graham for for that reason, so. I would think they were out there nine year nine hours yesterday, telling him, you know, Harbaugh's going to get the job. We we've already talked to Jim. He'll take you as the defensive coordinator. He'd love to have you. Or they're going to he's going to be a director of player personnel or something like that. I, I got a hunch that uh, I don't think they were putting him through the motions. I got a hunch they were telling him how they want him in the organization in some way. Would would be my that's just my guess. But it, it sounds to me like. Uh, he and Quasi are close enough that they wouldn't be doing something like that. So I don't know. What do you think? If Jim Stapleton, at the end of the day, gets his way possibly and stops this, it's going to speak to a, a large amount of dysfunction in Quasi's first attempt to uh, to yes. create change here. That That's the problem. It, it's like if, if you have this m- many potential cooks in the kitchen, yes. um, this goes back to who's in charge. Yeah, yeah, that, that it does. It uh, you know they they presented the Mark Will front in uh, in a pretty you know it was a for me uh, a double speak uh, way, but it was it was effective. It's been effective to have him be the out front man instead of stumbling, bumbling, Ziggy, and uh, you know saying you know running that uh, basically uh, setting up that press conference the other last Thursday and uh, yeah, this is not something that you want to, uh, you know, you, you don't want some guy who's not, I don't know what percentage he owns, but some guy who's not really shouldn't have that much influence in the organization. Right. So Exactly. Yeah. So I, how, how, how risky quote unquote, do you think it is to hire Jim Harbaugh, Pat? I don't think it's that, that risky at all. I mean, he's, like if it blows up, it depends upon how sensitive you're going to be out there. What, 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 I don't know what you said. You had uh, the comma. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Tim, Tim Tim Kawakami from, uh, I've always misspelled. I know him. He's a great, great guy. He's a great reporter. Yeah. I just, I just say hi, Tim. When I see him, (laughs) I keep it simple. So, so he wrote. He wrote in uh, 2014. This is. I think this is actually before the final season because this was 2000 February 2014, and he summed up all the issues between Trent Balky, the ownership, and Jim Harbaugh. And then, uh, and this is coming. I mean, this is coming off like a 12 win season, and then yes. going into the season, yeah, three it straight. was basically even if you win the Super Bowl, he's out. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I'm just going to read a couple paragraphs here. Uh, Balky and. Harbaugh were initially football lovers when they first connected, right? 2011, they both loved football, both, you know, both loved the grind. But after three or four years, 
it became obvious that they were uh, totally different kinds of football maniacs. They're both incredibly driven, intense football lifers who are consumed by the sport and the pursuit of victory, et cetera, et cetera. But when two football maniacs start butting heads, they have nowhere else to go in the relationship. You think they're going to watch movies together? Football is the only thing for both men. And when they begin to disagree on football matters, even the littlest things become epic battlegrounds. Harbaugh is impulsive and loves to create chaos and man-to-man confrontations because he's better at navigating those situations than anybody else. It'd be tough for any executive to deal with him on a day-to-day basis over the long term, which Harbaugh himself tacitly acknowledges. Um, And also he began creating chaos with essentially he would go up to press conference podiums and say, you know, we need to pay this guy. And he would, he made it at one point (laughs) us versus them, not like versus the Seahawks, but us versus our own front office and ownership group. But uh, who who in the long run uh, proved uh, to be a little better football operator? Him or Troy Balky, who brought in Brian Kelly. And, I mean, not Brian Kelly, Chip Kelly, and had to fire him. They all got fired two years G- later. Jim Tom Sula, it. too. Huh? Yeah, there was a year of Jim Tom Sula in there as well. Yeah, they did not, uh, they did not uh, have a winning season, I think, for four years after he left, after having going, what, 41 and 17 or something. I think that... Uh, He'll certainly be on. He certainly would be on his good collaborative behavior here for a while. But you have to realize that he's going to want to have his way. But he's also going to win. He's going to. He's he's Zim on steroids, but twice as good a coach. Twice as good a coach because he knows both sides of the ball. And what impresses about me about him, he goes to a Super Bowl. With a guy who can't hit the broadside of a barn with a pass, uh, Colin Kaepernick, he comes up. He goes this year to a college football playoff, and people are saying, well, he got killed by Georgia with a quarterback who isn't as good as Tanner Morgan. Uh, he's, he's, when he, you know, he's, there are years when he's throwing the ball around, and there are years that he's, uh, you know, at Michigan, all they did was run for about, uh, what was it? Uh, Ten weeks. All they did was run. And then they're playing Ohio State, and they're lighting them up, uh, throwing it all over. I think he's a, I think he's a hell of a coach, and uh, and he, 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 you just don't want to cross him. <laughs> I think because then he'll, you know, there's something that happened between him and Balky, and he he said, "I'm going to win this one." And uh, I I think that uh, our young uh, genius. If there's one thing he might be pretty good at, it's people, don't you think? After yeah. he's been around and uh Well also Pat, I was I was telling Judd and Dex this yesterday. So he was he was around during the train wreck two years of Jim Harbaugh and Trent yeah. Balky. And now Just he was around he, though, kind of yep. Really, yeah, really he was the manager of, of football research. Yeah. He wasn't like leading a department, but he was in the he was in the building and probably yes. has an opinion on what happened. Yeah, and, and the I, fact that he's the guy saying, yes, let's interview Harbaugh, makes me think he knew who the real idiot was in that relationship. So Exactly. Know. I mean, to say that, say that one of his great flaws was that he was possessed at football and had no di- interest in going out to dinner, you know, with uh, Troy Belke as, as a downside. Is that right? Uh, 
you know, you got to go have dinner with them. You know who might have had dinner together twice in 17 years? Bud Grant and Jerry Birds. Yeah. <laughs> they, had, they, they said goodbye at the, in the day at the office and, uh, you know, hello when they were sketching out the game plan. They had no problems with each other. But one guy thought duck hunting was the stupidest thing in the history of man. And the other guy thought golf was the stupidest <laughs> thing in the history of the man. They had not, but, but didn't go to dinner with anybody, but his hunting buddies who were going to pick up the check. That's yeah. it. So, I mean, I, I, we're not relating obviously a different time and everything, but this idea that uh, they had nowhere to fall back on if, if it wasn't arguing about football. Yeah. Well, Okay, that's your life, you know. And you're getting, let's face it, the Harbaugh family is wired a little different. John comes off as, you know, kind of a reasonable fellow, right? Uh, yeah. And as survivor. But, you know, who, who the sister's married to? Cream. Yeah, Tom, Tom Crean. Tom yeah. Crean. That guy's a psycho, not, too. Who's nuts? <laughs> and they say, she, they say she might be the most competitive person in the family she might be more competitive than jim so uh if you want to win now take a flyer man yeah this is also why though if when when you you blow out your previous staff you should just say we're going to find the best people possible because the the problem now is there is i guarantee they're going to to be told well if you want collaboration guys this is not the the guy right or wrong this is why the whole family thing, like we're going to build a family. Who cares about that? You're yeah. right, Pat. If if you want to win, hire the best pe- people to, to win. Now, I, where I think Quasi might be pretty smart, too, is, is this. Balky's problem, evidently, was he basically w- wanted to go downstairs in the locker room and critique the players and have a role as a oh, really? pseudo-coach. That's oh, what no. Boone said. By the way, that's um, what he's going to do now in Jacksonville. They're like going to demote him. Or move him to a different part of the organization so he can be like hands on with players. They're gonna have to fire him. But Qua- but Quazy, if Quazy says, Hey, look, I'll I'll play at times the bad cop, um, contracts, cuts, you yes. are the good guy, Jim. That's where I think it works. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, if he wants to drop by and sail say hello to the guys on the sidelines and stuff like that and the solder over, I don't think it'll be a problem. But uh but not yeah, the you, you, blocking we techniques. Want, we don't want you yeah. chumming up with them and making them guarantees or anything right. like that. It's it's pretty obvious that is it isn't uh, Harbaugh supposedly saying uh, you give them to me and I'll coach them type of thing for now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I mean he he's yeah he doesn't want to deal with like he doesn't want to be a, a GM is what mm-hmm. it sounds like. He's going to have strong opinions on personnel. And there's, let me read you, because you guys are hitting on some more things from this Tim Kawakami recap from eight years ago. Harbaugh is a rabid defender of his players. And while Balky does as much to protect the players, I, I've reported there was a disconnect, for instance, in the Alden Smith situation and, and some other situations. Harbaugh makes repeated public requests for the 49ers to give veteran players new contracts uh, with increasing boldness. And um, I'm not going to read all of this, but a lot of instances where Harbaugh would storm into the personnel offices and, and, and demand like, we need to trade this guy. Or like, he would just have these impulsive 
strong yeah. opinions on players or the draft or whatever it is. And you, you know, you got to gotta manage also, it. That was also 10 years ago. You know, he's, you know, he might've mellowed out a little at 58, but there's no, uh, there's no doubt as to the day that Michigan called him in last year and told him that he had to take a, a huge pay cut or they were going to get rid of him. Uh, that was the end with them, right? It was going to end uh, as soon as he could make it end, especially after he basically stuck it to him this year by beating Ohio State and uh, beating him bad and then going to the college football playoff. But he was, you know, you begged him to come when you, you know, they when they got him there and they got him back as the big Michigan man and that whole thing. And, uh, you know, either fire him or give him another shot. But when you call in and tell a guy he's got to take a pay cut, uh, uh, un, you know, that they, they especially that type of a personality. I mean, if, if PJ goes four and eight next year, uh, can you see our guy calling him in and saying, ah, well, you got to give us back that uh, no. race we just gave you. I don't think that works. By the way, Viking fans, I mean, gopher fans who, who this, if he leaves, it means flex going to Michigan. <laughs> $10 million buyout through this year. A, A, I don't think he'd be going to Michigan. B, Tim Campbell, I looked at, uh, I mean, Matt Campbell, his buyout's four, and Fickles is three. And they're not going to pay an extra seven, six or seven million to get PJ, especially now that they have a $500 million judgment against them because of the pervert doctor there that that the uh, university's... Uh, uh, paying it at Michigan. So uh, don't worry about P.J. leaving for Michigan. Pat, I'm guessing you'd make that trade-off. Jim Harbaugh in purple, but it means P.J. leaves the Gophers for Michigan. You know what? When I listened to Quazy last week, before this whole thing came up, I basically gave up gave up the fight on on nonsensical language. There's, uh, I mean, it's... Uh, Seven it's, mentions of culture in that press conference, according to my... Uh, my uh, hold on which, a isn't, search. which isn't even right. a good sentence for P.J. Seven messages. <laughs> P.J. crowd surfs his players after wins. Are yes. you really telling me that you're accepting now? The University of... No, I'm not accepting that. It's, uh, it's silly. Thank but, you. Uh, Thank no. you. I want to see, see Harbaugh crowd surf, which I guarantee <laughs> there's a chance he might. I want it is interesting. I I mean, like, who was the defensive lineman who was great out there that he kept trying? I mean, Alvin, Alvin Smith, yeah. he, he couldn't go a week without getting in trouble somehow, and, and he kept bringing him back. So he is loyal to his players. Yeah, there might, there might be hope for that. Who was the cornerback we ran off that uh, Gladney might uh, might might be time to bring back Gladney? Who knows? But uh, I will say to your point earlier, I have heard that Harbaugh has asked people behind the scenes in preparation for you know, the Vikings or whoever it may be, uh, what did I what could I have done differently at the end of my San Francisco run? So he he's at least he's he's coming out of it looking back, thinking, all right, it wasn't all Trent Balky. Maybe there's some things I could have done differently too, and he's. And he's recognizing it because it was well, like you said, it was eight become, years ago. We all become reflective as we get older and uh, think that we can mellow out in uh, certain areas. And, uh, you know, some of us fail, but uh, that's, uh, that's okay. Hey, by the way, 
Brian Flores, uh, if Stephen Ross doesn't file a defamation suit within two days. It's true. Uh, then, then what? Then what? Then he doesn't want to talk about this. Hundred thousand I mean, dollars for every loss. I cannot buy it. I cannot buy it. Okay, Mister Ross. I can't. I cannot start buy that. That he, that he. I know he's an arrogant, loose cannon type of owner, but he can't be that stupid. Yeah. Can he? I wouldn't mm. put it. Back. If it's not, if it's not in writing, absolutely. Well, that organization Miami, is such a poorly run cesspool for twenty years. Miami is uh, they were they didn't release a statement today. I would imagine they're trying to get get it legally is, but I gotta think it. He's got to file a defamation suit, doesn't he? I mean, if, if, yeah, if he doesn't, a lawsuit against him. Well, how about to you know imagine being Bill Belichick, who would love to just yeah. get away for like four months, and <laughs> you know you're just trying to, to congratulate one of your guys, and you send it to the wrong guy. Yeah, he's God. trying to act interested in one of his fellows, who he probably doesn't give a damn. Congratulations! About. Oh my God, I'm hearing such great things how from is, the Bills. How is Bill the king of the exclamation mark? Like I never saw him as an exclamation no, mark guy. No, I did not. Yeah. Three exclamation marks at one point. It's Bill amazing, probably yeah. got home and the wife or girlfriend or whatever he has these days. And I said, boy, you're a dummy. Don't ever do that again. What, what's wrong with you? This is, you know, you, you don't know anything about 2022 communication. Stay off texting. You. Dummy. That's a good point. Deflate data. Now this. That's call a very good point. Four in the morning, like your buddy Belich- uh, Parcells used to do. And don't yeah. uh, stay off the text. But anyway. Uh, the NFL is really – I heard somebody mention this yesterday on the NFL network on the radio. I bet the uh, the NFL is really going to like to have this as a topic on Radio Row next week. Oh, the, my God. <laughs> every time – oh, and by the way, uh, Trent Baalke, uh, you know, all this stuff is uh, going to be uh, very – Brian Flores' timing is impeccable. Oh, yes. Well, it's also like like Brian Flores won. I think uh, I think he finished above five hundred the last two years, even though they make the playoffs. First time in like twenty years in Dolphins history, and then they fire him because he's a bad communicator. Because a he did. There's two, the two stories out. You know, the there's the hundred thousand dollars to lose games, but then there's also the story about Stephen Ross wanting him to tamper with. It says an unnamed. Tom Brady. Prominent quarterback. It sounds like he, want, he he arranged a meeting on his yacht between Tom Brady and Brian Flores at one point, and Flores was like, "This is it. We can't do this. This is tampering." Or this he is- was still uh, well. Yeah, I'm sure Ross has done some uh, crazy stuff. But uh, now, listen. In retrospect, I would have paid a hundred thousand dollars to my coach to lose games to get Joe Burrow. So I <laughs> in retrospect, he might have been wise, but it's not something that good to have uh, leaked to the public. That's for sure. Yeah. But you're right. The Dolphins are, it is, you know, I'm the Wilfs drive me crazy in the sense they're giving this, all this credit for all the money they spend and they're spending to the cap all the time. And basically they got a free $1.15 billion stadium and everybody else spends to the cap all the time. Yeah. But uh, we are a little more stable than some of them, right? Uh, when you oh, get, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you got some crazy owners in that league, and uh, Ross is another one of them. So. Yep. All right, Pat. Good stuff. Happy All Jim right. Harbaugh Day, if it does indeed come to fruition. And uh, 
We'll talk to you. We'll see what happens. We'll talk. All to right. You. Hey, nice good, shirt too. Thank you. Good digging up that digging up that stuff from the author. I hadn't heard that that they have a a, a Michigan guy in there bad mouthing him. Huh? Stapleton's a Michigan guy too. He is a Michigan man. Yes. Okay. All a right. Good Michigan football man. Oh yeah. Uh, they, I can envision Jim Harbaugh just wandering to the airport with his giant Michigan hat on, his khakis. Some, some people think they're just going to give it to the offensive coordinator. They got to go get a sexy coach, don't they? Campbell or Fickle or somebody. Don't you they? talking about they Michigan? Yeah. yeah, they can't just. There's some. There's some Matt Rule steam that he's been such a train wreck at Carolina. Oh yeah, well yeah. Who you think Michigan's going to have a parade for him? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're kind of screwed right now. I don't like yeah. a lot of these teams are already into their spring practice schedules and yeah. stuff. So I, I mean, Lant, Mike, Matt Campbell is an extremely ethical guy, but if Michigan comes calling, you got to go <laughs> when you're in Ames. Don't you have to go? Yeah. I mean, for- By the way, uh, Red Panda making a return to Williams Arena tonight if you guys want to get over there and watch the halftime show. Red She's Panda, pretty good. The, the unicycling of She's the, pretty the good. bulls. She's on not as good as the Fargo-Moorhead. Uh, Arco Cats, right? Uh, sure. uh, the uh, the gymnastics uh, crew, okay. but but she's pretty damn. See, good. you know, I this is where I would subscribe to Judd's theory of she just wants to make sure that she retires before she goes over the age cliff because you her, don't want that to her happen. Her cycle got stolen show. like f- five years back. I said, Red Panda, retire. I then she had a new cycle that Get wasn't out. quite grooved the same way, Get and out. she had a series of mistakes. I, that's what I'm saying. She should have got it was, out. It was bad. I'm it was, so, it was, I'm so much in. I'm so much into Harbor Day. Who do, Harbor Day? Who do we have? Uh, uh, Purdue, Purdue. Uh, yeah, it's well, not going to be pretty. Our little size. But we'll we'll handle that seven four guy. No problem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think if you uh, stack a couple forwards on top <laughs> yeah. of each other, you know. come over here. Who's one of their Who's their smallest guy? And get on Eric Curry's shoulders. Is that okay? Is that legal? See ya. All right. See you, Pat. All right. Wrapping with Roycey here, Mackie and Judd and the Score North YouTube channel. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.